Hallelujah. Genesis 22. Genesis 22. The verse number 12 to 14. It's quickly, let's read that portion of scripture. Today, I'm, t- I'm talking to you about something I call... Initially, I titled it The Journey to Mount Moriah. But today, uh, I want to I want to change it a little. It's a three-part series. I am calling it The Journey into Provision. Hallelujah. It's a three-part series. I call it The Journey into what? The Journey into what? Provision. Hallelujah. That's right. Now, because of time, we should have read Genesis 22, the, 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 the Genesis 22, the verse number 1, to probably around the verse number 14. But because of time, I want to pick and choose uh, the ones that I believe will be very fundamental to our teaching today. Amen. So, Mama, are you feeling cold? Are you sure? Okay. Amen. And he said, please follow me. And he said, do not lay your hand on the lad. Now, this is the story of Abraham and Isaac. The Bible said that in Genesis 22 that God called Abraham and decided to test him. He said that take your son, your only son, uh, to a mountain in the region of Moriah. I will show you where exactly you are supposed to sacrifice the boy. So, the Bible said that Early the next morning, Abraham took Isaac together with two servants and some donkeys. We'll go into the detail uh, as we go on. But the bottom line is that when they got on top of the mountain, this is what was happening. Uh, Abraham bound Isaac. Uh, Historians say that this is, uh, biblical scholars, they say that this is one of the most difficult passages in the Old Testament, in, in the Old Testament scripture, that a human being is bound by God placed on an altar about to be bent. One scholar said that he doesn't understand why God should take Abraham through an emotional roller coaster. Hallelujah. If you know, you won't kill him. Why do you allow that man to suffer that trauma? Uh, was it that necessary? And so on and so forth. We don't want to go into the details of the matter. I want to preach to you. You are not theologians. You are church members. Hallelujah. <laughs> And he said, do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know. For now I would. <laughs> Anytime I read this scripture, it sends a message into my heart. This is not part of the message I'm preaching, but it just reminded me of something I learned many years ago. That what you have decided in your heart is not important until you see it happen. God said to Abraham that now I know. In other words, the intention of Abraham to obey God was not equal to obedience. Now, are we together? The intention of your heart, what you have decided to do, is not equal to the action you take. They are two different things. The moment this man received the salary, he said, I have in my heart. In fact, in that day, you know, and he was saying it sincerely. Adan in Sakan is can or can sincerely said this month I am going to pay my tithe and it was sincere. Obi the two genano so a friendly genuine couple in him cra who repeated the same thing and the own chant also. But until that tithe is sent, your intention doesn't count for anything. But 
because on my part I've seen it there have been times when I have wanted to do something for God genuinely without any without any deception in my heart I'll say God I'll do it but eventually we don't do it is it not true but on that day when you decided to do it and you think you thought you'd do it you were honest too and you were very honest that you do it until nobody gets up and stand for a pledge and say i want to give god 200 cities and in his heart i just say and his heart in his heart say everybody that does that know that you do it the reason they don't do it is beyond man <laughs> i'm not speaking to somebody so god told abraham now i know the actualization of your faith is in binding your child and put him on the altar the actualization is not deciding that you will do. Now, are we together? The sincerity of your heart, it doesn't count for an action. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm not speaking to somebody. I said that the sincerity of your heart, it doesn't count for what? An action. God is a God of knowledge. For by him, actions are weighed. He didn't say God is a God of knowledge. Intentions are taken into consideration. He said for him, actions are weighed. Are we learning something already? Oh, are we learning something? So when we learn some of this, it, it helps us. It helps us. Crucial. Very crucial. Never ever think that your intentions are enough. They are not. It is the actions that matter. God said to Abraham, God is supposed to be omniscient. But I said, now I know. Let's continue. Now I know that he that you fear God since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Let's go down quickly. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked. And there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. Come down quickly. And Abraham called the name of the place Jehovah Jireh. He called the name of the place what? He called the name of the place what? Jehovah Jireh. Which means the Lord. I think King James. King James Becker said Jehovah Jireh. I, I hope so. Which means that the Lord. That's right. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh. As it is said to this day. In the mount of the Lord, it shall be seen. Go to the NKJV back. Go back to NKJV. I just wanted to make the point. Say, Ahana Yenya Jehovah Jireh. The name of the Lord, the friend of Jehovah Jireh. This is, in fact, and I think it's the only part of the scripture where we have this particular statement. He called the name of the place the Lord will provide. But Jireh is a Hebrew word. Into the English Bible, you translate here, but the Lord will provide. But the earlier version said Jehovah Jireh. And it is said even to this day. Say, it is said to this day. He didn't say then. It is said what? To this day. That to this day, in the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. It shall not be provided everywhere, but it shall be provided in the mount of the Lord. On the mountain of the Lord, it shall be provided. He didn't say it shall be provided anywhere, but where? On the mountain, even to this day. On the mountain of the Lord, it shall be provided. Please follow me. Are you following me? Let's learn something, so, so, some good things from the word. Amen. Now follow me. It is entirely possible 
for you to serve God sincerely from your heart. For you to follow God and be known of God sincerely from your heart. And never ever get to this point where we can say Jehovah Jireh. It is entirely possible. Follow me. All your life, you can, you can, you can, you can, you can come to church. You can do everything you need to do as a church-going believer. But never, ever get to the point. Now, have you seen that Abraham had worked with, with the Lord for some time? Do you understand here? God called Abraham in Genesis, the chapter number 12. Eradia Frenefri, the land of Chaldeans. country, a troubles, turmoil. In fact, by the time God called him, now I fought through the period that for so many years that Abraham had been with the Lord too a lot. Do you agree? Now, in Sarah so you understand that Abraham was, 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 was not a novice in the things of God. And yet, please don't sleep on me. And yet, he had never seen God as the God that provides. Now, is it true? Oh, come on, is it true? There are levels, there are some things we do. And God will see. God said, now I have seen. I have seen what you are capable of doing. Let me show you what I am capable of doing. Now, are we together? It was a two-way reaction. Abraham showed another side of his faithfulness unto God. And God said, oh, all this while you have walked in one realm. Let me introduce the realm of provision to you. So, it is entirely possible. Abraham at that time had circumcised himself. Also, this is, this is at the twilight of Abraham, the the the, the 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 highest point in his spirituality, God now introduced him to the point of Jireh, where God is your provider. Now let me explain something to you. Somebody says, Sofo, what are you talking about? Abraham was the richest man in his day, according to the Bible. What are you talking about? Provision. I want to explain something to you quickly, quickly. Please listen to me. Don't sleep on me. I said, Don't what? If I see you sleeping, I'll stop preaching. I'll call you to come and continue. And now stop preaching. Hallelujah. One man of God said that also for when you come to church and people are asleep, there should be something wrong with them. In this church, you can't be here and be sleeping. Amen. What, what is following you to this church is dangerous. If you can sleep under this anointing. <laughs> I'm not preaching to somebody. That's right. Please follow me. There are many in the body that don't know God as a provider. God had made Abraham rich, and yet Abraham didn't know God provides. So I want to explain to you that there is a difference between wealth, riches, and provision. There are two separate dimensions. They belong to two different realms in the spirit. Please listen to me. Abraham was the richest man in his day, and yet he now knew that God was able to provide. Is it not mysterious? I want to explain something to you. The realm of provision is different from the dimension of wealth. Let me explain. Please follow me. Wealth was never designed to be something that somebody carries along. Look at it. The, 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 the whole idea of wealth. Number one. It is not designed for this man to be able to carry it anywhere in the time. Now, are we together? 
Wealth was not designed to function in every season. I want to explain some, some things to you. Think about this. The Bible said in the book of Genesis chapter 38 that there was a man called Judah. One day that man was walking somewhere. He saw a prostitute and wanted to sleep with the prostitute. Judah was a wealthy man. He was the son of Jacob. And because he didn't have anything with him, he gave the prostitute his staff and said, let me sleep with you. Now, I will send the good for you so that I can come for my staff. Do you follow? Now, so you understand that it is not because Judah, known to me in Triafo, I'm not known to me in Triafo, having sex with that woman. He could. Just that around that time, he didn't have anything on him. Now, do you agree? So he was wealthy. But wealth is not something you take everywhere you go. This man can have 100 million in his account and still stand frustrated at Kaneshi because somebody robbed him. Is it not true? Oh, is it not true? So you are wealthy, you are well capable of paying your transportation, but at Kaneshi, if you don't take care, you beg because you cannot access your wealth. Wealth is not something you take everywhere. Now, are we together? Number two, wealth is not something that functions in every season. Hello? <laughs> Jacob was a rich man. At one season, he had to send Benjamin for grain. Listen to me. There is a reason why there are seasons of famine. There are days when wealth fail. Abraham, Isaac, but there were seasons so you need to understand these two dimensions. Wealth, they don't function everywhere and anywhere. You cannot just carry your wealth everywhere you go. Number two, it is not every season that your wealth is functional. Now, are we together? That's right. Makoko season for some time, that man becomes normal. So wealth is not functional in every season. And you cannot take it everywhere. Now, let's come to the place of provision. Provision is different. Please follow me. Provision is what? Different. You cannot take your wealth everywhere. But follow me. Provision is that dimension that gives you access to what you need. Access to your wealth. Access to something Without necessarily carrying the entirety of your wealth there. Please follow me. Don't joke with what I'm saying today. You understand why I'm saying these things. There are many of us who can be very rich. But do not operate in the realm of jire. Do not operate in the realm of provision. Say bishop here young boy. Your parents buy something for you. They call what provisions. Is it not true? That's right. It is supposed to cater for you when your wealth, the wealth of your father is not available. And I'm a you call it what provisions. It can carry. It is the part of the wealth that can be transferred. That can be carried from the, where the wealth is stationed. That is what we call provision. But he has made provisions for you. So at school you can access the little things that your mother can give. But what you say, so that is the difference. There is provision and there is what wealth. Provision can be taken everywhere, it can be accessible everywhere. You it can function in every season. Abraham had wealth, he didn't have provision. So there were seasons where his wealth was not functional. Now just imagine Abraham would have had every but on Mount Moriah, 
Had God not provided, Isaac would have died. And I'm a Oh, are we together? Abraham had a nine but on Mount Moriah, it was a three day journey. Say, Radian saw Jenny be Abraham, a giant thousand of in a useless. Isaac could have died. Now, are we together? There are places in life when your wealth cannot speak, it will take the provision of God to speak for you. There are places you enter in life, your wealth is incapable of speaking for you. What you have gathered through hard work and labor. It cannot speak for you. It will take the provision of God to speak for you. Now, are we together? Shout, I hear you. Listen to me. If you are a believer, listen to me. And you don't function in this realm. Always, no matter what God blesses you with, you lack something. It is what I need at the right time. Now, are we together? That is the dimension I want to take us to by the grace of God, by the word of the Lord. The realm of Jireh. He said, now I know this, this, this. Abraham now said that this is indeed Jehovah Jireh, God my provider. All this while I had money and I thought money could supply me. But I have now known that there are certain places in life my money cannot help me. I need God to provide. Now, are we learning something? Shout, I hear you. Now listen to me. This is the place. Please follow me. This is the place that I believe that at the end of this series, this teaching, I am believing God and I'm trusting God that anybody under the sound of my voice will be taken to this dimension where we can call God our Jireh. That is my assignment in these three Sundays. That we shall get to a point where Daniel will get up in the morning and say, God is my provider. It is not true for everybody. If you say, Hello, there are ups and down seasons. Is it not true? There are seasons when it's though you call upon God and God is not anywhere. Abraham said that now I know that indeed God is my provider. In those seasons, in those seasons, when what you even have earned, you cannot assess. God shall be your provider. That is where we are getting to at the end of this message. By the end of these three days. Hallelujah. Look at somebody say, my journey to provision starts now. I didn't hear you. Say, my journey to provision starts now. Hallelujah. It started one faithful day when God called Abraham in Genesis 22 and said to Abraham, Abraham, no, I want you to take your son into the region of Moriah. Moriah was a region. And I will show you a particular mountain. I want you to sacrifice your son upon him. Please, I'm starting the journey. Today, I'll start. Probably, I'll, I'll do the basics today. Next week, Sunday, we'll consider day one and day two. And then on, 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 the, on the harvest day, possibly, we'll consider the third dimension of the matter. Hallelujah. That's right. So today, I want to start the journey. Is somebody ready? That's right. So the Bible said in the, in the chapter 22 that Abraham stepped out early in the morning after he received the command to sacrifice Isaac. And then what he did at the beginning of his journey, number one, was to step into the forest and cut the necessary wood that shall be used for the sacrifice. That was what he did on the first day. Is it not true? Okay. So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and he, and he split the wood 
for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place which God had told him. So other versions said that he went to cut the wood. Okay, it's the same thing. That is what he did that very morning. Now, are we together? The wood. Look at somebody say the wood. I didn't hear you. Say the wood. Never ever think, please listen to me. Never ever think that because God has asked you to do something, it is going to be easy for you to do. Now, that is the error many of us, uh, many believers uh, uh, walk in. Oh, uh, rather than a kind, yeah, it is going to be simple. It is never true. Now, do you understand that? People say that Abraham had to do it early. And yes, okay, you don't know what you are talking about. Listen to me carefully. Please listen to me. God is going to give you a chance. If it is truly a test unto provision, follow me. God is going to give you a chance to change your mind on what he has demanded from you. I have never seen a tester. A tester. Don't ever think. Abraham, he had to walk three days. During the three days, think, look, consider Nehemiah because of Abraham dream. He had every opportunity to change his mind. That is why God didn't say, take him to the back of your house. But God said, go somewhere. I want to give you the chance to consider what you are going to do. So that if you want to change your mind, you change it before you get to Moriah. Now, are we together? God wanted Abraham to know, say, Adi, we are by force. That's right. If you want it, you will have it. If you don't, I don't have a problem. That is the nature of sacrifice. You realize that in this church, we don't raise funds. Do you know why? Because I realize that it, it doesn't really help. It doesn't. I'm being very sincere with you. Any sacrifice you have the chance to consider, it is not an emotional something. Oh, uh, today you feel high. Tomorrow when you go, you regret giving that offering. Am I preaching to somebody? Wave your hands, let me see. Wave your hands, let me see. Is it a good word? That's right. It is not an emotional something at all. Abraham, I'm giving you three days. Consider what you are going to do. Think about how Sarah will feel. Think about the people around. Think about all you have. Three days, consider. So Abraham, you have every opportunity to stop if you don't want. Go back to your house and enjoy your son if you don't want. Three days. Look at somebody say three days. It is never going to be easy. Never. It is never. I knew that many years ago. It is never going to be hard. Easy. If you think it is going to be easy, you don't know what you are talking about. Hello? That's right. This three-day journey, every believer must engage. <laughs> if you are going to be demanded, if you are going to enter the mountain of provision, that three-day journey you have to go through. You just don't start and appear on that mountain. You start from day one. You start from where? Day one, day two. There, are, there is a journey you take to the mountain of provision. It is not a realm. Nobody can pray for you when you get there. If you think you can, you can get anointed and get there, Abraham had circumcised. 
at the age of 99 on the and everybody that was around him there wasn't a sacrifice the man had not done but to get to the mountain of provision he had to go through that journey now are we together shout i hear you the church take the things of god too lightly they take it too casually that is why many listen i'm not talking about when i'm preaching on 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 giving and sacrifice i can do it the whole year do you know why because i understand the essence of that of that of that you realize that these days two weeks i don't dedicate one month two months every day talking about giving there is no point because this thing is not a matter for the ears it's a matter for the heart you can hear it all you want and behave how you want to behave are we together that's right that is why i don't worry myself to do that it's a great mystery is somebody blessed already that's right so he said take that your son the son you love and i want you to begin that journey this journey into provision the first thing abraham did was that he set out and he went to cut wood look at somebody say wood say i'm cutting my wood today that's right <laughs> because the sacrifice will have to be placed upon the wood hello can i share with you a mystery that's right. Normally, they compare the sacrifice of Isaac to the sacrifice of Christ. How Isaac carried his own wood and placed it upon the mountain, and they put him on that wood, and they killed, and they, and they were to kill him. The same thing, Christ carried his own cross, took it to Golgotha, and then he was crucified. Now, so listen to me carefully. The wood in the sacrifice of Isaac is consistently and always representative of the cross please listen to me carefully i said the wood represents what it represents what the cross every sacrifice on the wood is a sacrifice on the cross i wrote down when i said for the new testament believer please listen to me carefully every sacrifice you make in the body that sacrifice is first made on the sacrifice that was first made by christ you know they put the sacrifice upon the wood the cross is symbolic of the wood we burn it upon the sacrifice that christ already has done it is not independent of the sacrifice of christ it is actually the sacrifice of christ actually serves as the foundation for every other sacrifice that any man is going to do now, do you understand that? Now, this is why, listen to me. This is why, follow me, God can demand whatever he wants to demand from you. Just imagine, me, I have been able to do such a sacrifice for you. I, I should expect some to me a demand a certain thing from you. Now, is it not true? That's right. That is why God has the moral right, because before your sacrifice came, he already killed his own son. Before yours will ever come, he already killed his own son. It is on that sacrifice. God sees your sacrifice on that sacrifice. That is why there is nothing God cannot demand of you. If you are a believer, there is nothing. These days I look at people and I laugh. They take their own transport. And yet by force, not in a bad manner. And so they, they, we should find a way to treat them in a way where they are going to be happy. When I hear comments like this, I weep for you. Seriously, I weep for you. And yet me say, oh, 
Sometimes I wonder, you wonder why. This is not about what God will do for you. I don't believe in those things. That is why you see, I don't say bring this offering, God will do this. I, we don't give offerings for God to do anything. We bless God because we are blessed. As simple as that. I mean, that is what I believe. So me, I don't believe in do this and do that. When I come and tell you, if you don't do this, that is why we are catching you. There are people who are not doing it and yet they have it. But I want you to understand that it, it is a serious matter. It's a serious matter. When I see people like that, I look at them and like I find it. No, it's, it's true. It's genuine. But you can come. Follow me. You can come. You have the money. You have the ability to be there. And yet you put yourself in the shoes of somebody that doesn't have. And say that you have to spend money to be there. You have to do this to be there. You have to wait for those people who don't have to come and complain. And yet you sit in your house and, and, and you feel so justified. And, and, and sometimes I'm wondering. Hey, many years ago I told this church, I said that in this church, first near park or so you can ask the man of God, but when he started repeat, we're sitting down on the floor without any chair. Amen. Madam Bene is not here. Yes, sir. We were sitting down where on the floor without any chair, and yet we prayed for the Holy Ghost to come. If there is no microphone, we'll still sing. Is it not true? You don't know what you are talking. There are many of us, we don't have the seriousness to engage God. But what you say? When you are singing, you want keyboard to be all right. You want drum to be all right. When you come to, as though they are the ones that hold your destiny. church. I wonder what you are doing in church. Go home. Hello? I'm not the reason you are here. I have to be honest with you. There are many things God do for you I, I know nothing about. You need to understand these things. Oh. You need to understand. He said he cut his wood. The, every sacrifice must be on the sacrifice of Christ. Now, is somebody learning something already? That's right. We, he first gave us, and that is the reason why he can demand whatever he wants to demand from us. This church, also for church now, you know, you see, I poor church. People want us to deceive them. And Paul, if you deceive them, one day my bishop called me. He said, there, was, there, is a, there is a woman. I don't want to go into the details of the matter. But he said, Sisiya Hameka say, Wakwa Kwaji Oyel, I crossed them. I got to 2,000 cities. On the oil, no son, a banoswana, epilepsy, a tokalanoso. Oh, Funko. Oh, Funko. Many years ago, you could that baby three days trying to drive out demons from the listen. Those days, I'm a farmer who says, Hey, you my phone in the me. If we tell you the truth and you don't want to hear, you can come and give me and you're not frame you when I'm in a frame. Hallelujah. I'm not preaching somebody. That's right. You are not the one that called me. I, I won't do it all. If you think this preacher, oh, forget. Your pastor will not do that. If you are waiting for me to come and drive dwarves out of your because you went for oil. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. I said, Hallelujah. Am I preaching to somebody? That's right. I could have a measles. Measles. You know measles. So my bishop called me. 
man of God. What, 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 I, 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 after many years, you are park a swab on pie now. You sometimes you wonder what goes through the mind of people. You wonder, you didn't have anything pack so one man came to marry you, not a cement dealer. I remember when I was in first, second year in the university, there was a time crap upon driving me from here to, to Kumasi to school. I never forget. Now, are we together? That's right. We prayed, prayed, prayed. In those days, we were young men. Praying, 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 praying. And then, now we are the serious. Amen. Amen. Where was those oil and cross when you were suffering? You were suffering. There were two of them. So, this is me. Hallelujah. Let me not go into the matter. Is somebody blessed by the word? That's right. God can demand because he gave. God can demand because he what? He gave. The first sacrifice was the cross. Can I share something with you? The church these days, we are behaving like a young girl, like my daughter. Now, Apostle Landy, Tophet Trinitian, and Savannah, or Catcher, and say, Oh, oh, my mommy, Baku. No, 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 I won't give you. I won't give you. You know, I want to eat all the three. I want all the three. You know, that is the situation of the church today. God first gave, and He said, Just give me one of them so that I ensure that your heart is with me. He said, No, I want to keep all. Maybe Tophinina. Who names a Kakana or Pamao? Secure your future. He said, I'll eat everything. Secure your future. You say what? I'll eat everything. That is the situation of the church today. Am I preaching to somebody? That's right. We are so... It is, it is a show. If we get to a point where it is so difficult for us to sacrifice and give something, it's a show that we don't really believe. We don't trust him. Your hustle will be asking. Your mentality, no, no. Your hustle. God was speaking to me concerning money. I was doing a series on money. I had a lot, but I'm sure Oba stole the book. I don't know who stole the book. I've been looking for it. I can't find it. But I was working on something. I realized that there are many things we will stop doing. <laughs> now, are we together? That's right. A man that cannot do it means that he has stopped depending on God a long time ago. Anytime I have that intention to keep what I don't have to keep, I realize that no, I've stopped depending on God. Come on, am I speaking to somebody? Shout, I hear you. Oh, come on, I said, shout, I hear you. <laughs> I haven't even preached half of my message, but I have to, whether you like it or not. Hallelujah. That's right. The Bible said in Matthew 11, he said that, come on to me, ye that labor. The, the verse number 28 to the verse number 30. And are heavy laden. Please, I want us to read the script, the text carefully so that we understand something. Pachebeko says here, we have some three minutes to go. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. And I'll give you what? I'll give you what? Come down, Kweku. The verse number 29. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. 
For I am gentle and lowly in heart. And you will find rest. Please notice these things. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. Come down. The last part. He said, for my yoke is easy and my burden is what? My yoke is easy and my burden is what? Light. Please, let me, let, let me just open your eyes more to this mystery and probably we will we'll get out of here. Please listen to me. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you what? Rest. He said, Take on yourself my yoke. Is it not true? The 29. My yoke is easy. I want to, because of time, my, I'm not quoting the entire scripture. My yoke is easy. I'm quoting the salient point. My yoke is easy and my burden is what? Light. Now, so the rest that you find for your soul, it is not free. He said, come unto me, ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. But 29, he said, when you come, there is something you do. You do what? You take upon yourself my 29. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. If there is something you need to learn from Christ, it's a sacrifice. And I'm a what? Yes, by your serious in a year, you phone in a cramp on one sacrifice in one. It would have been unused, it would have been inconsequential. So, the, 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 the thing that stands out most about the coming of Christ was his death on the cross. And I'm a what? Hello, I've when you from whom you are any nipo munyani de elijah munyana yebi nti nene different man dey dey stand out was a sacrifice on that jesus saying that take that yoke take that yoke there are many in the body that think that the rest that god gives you me catch in king's conference every transaction in the spirit is not free there is nothing free in the spirit take that yoke upon you Take my burden, and I'm going to give you rest. I liken it to something. I to say, dear me, me person me swa sabufa way. Listen to me. I want to carry this sabufa. Anna, a stronger man, very very strong. So onu di obe timi amaka akraso. Ujina minche batono okita funi. Ohumi anose sofo mesro. Odi Jimmy funi she fa 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 she fa she obutu mame. Na menso menso sabufai emfanya dey emfama because won't mean so but the kitamini dey obetimi phone kitamini dey obetimi dey ekura jesus said that i want to carry your burden but i have some burden my burden is very light you can carry but i want to carry your heavy burden for you so take this small burden and let me carry your heavy burden you are incapable of handling it but i have some small burden some small phone somewhere. Some small politin bag be a munye drew any dear. We went to me doing sacrificulafa. It's not the two as soon the verse that he said, My yoke is easy and my burden is what? Light. And we to me into Giano. Nam me ami hoard dinner mean fakes siena wo won't mean a day. And suano. Mpacha what yas here. And the church looks at this encounter and say, No, what you are demanding is too much. Look at your life. Should you hear what Brabu? And God said, pay your tithe. He said, it's too much. Compare that to what you need in, in this life. You say, people are not wise. People are not wise. People don't know what they are doing in the body. They don't understand kingdom transactions. 
give God what God demands. And he said, it is too expensive to pay. But you want to carry this burden on your own, can you? Now, are we together? The burdens of life here, some of them are needful. Let me explain. Can I go details into the matter? Look at this. Every parent here will have to pay school fees. It's a burden you carry. Upo wumpo, anamebwa. You have to pay your rent. Is it not a burden you carry? But they are needful. And yet, burden of bonsam, they do too. So, baby, I'll bet no. I'll bet no. And yet, bonsam, I'm out your rent. Now, I don't consider any better than free. Maybe I'll fix a bonsam, they're out your rent today. I don't know. Amen. Well, today, yes, it's not, it's not beyond uh, preachers to say all these things as a result of the devil. I'm not preaching somebody. That's right. Amen. But you rent out about two years of Quran. A child believer, you are saying it's the devil. It's not the devil. Say it's not the devil. So you see, these things that are happening, please follow me. Give me two minutes and let me conclude. They are things that are needful, but they are burdens some of us cannot carry. They are not burdens that God can make them go away. They, they are there. You are supposed to carry them. That's right. What's God will not make them go away. But what he's offering is that I have a way. There is a transaction in the spirit. Carry my small one. Let me carry yours. Carry the little that I carry. And let me carry yours. There is a difference between a burden and a yoke. A burden is something that you carry on your head. It's heavy. It renews. A yoke is something that limits you. It will not let you go where you want to go. When you yoke an animal, it cannot go where it wants to go. That's right. A yoke will limit you. Jesus is saying that I have something I call a yoke and a bed. Jesus also has some. You don't know eh? Oh, there is a yoke upon you. When you go and take right, there is a burden. Think about you think it's not a it's not burden. So sometimes you are there, you think about something, but you can't even sleep. You are praying. It's a burden on you. It's a yo. There are many of you apart from Christ. But for Christ. Is it not true? I know Oba. Also for an answer, make That's right. Sometimes also obit me crack cast and bit or shiny deems eh Tina Misumi Ayeni. She do up one of fun who are free. Oko Enyamia. It's a burden on you, it's a yoke on your head. You cannot free yourself. Jesus said that you carry this yoke. Let me carry that burden for you. If you can carry this small yoke that I place on you, the heavy things in life, the heavy lifting, I'll do it for you. Receive grace to walk with God. Receive grace to carry his yoke. Receive grace to carry his burden. May the Lord touch your heart and make you a journeyman unto Moriah. Receive grace. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me just end. Hallelujah. You need to understand some of these things. They are secrets to kingdom increase. They are what? Secrets to what? Kingdom increase. Is somebody here? Oh, it's Odana. I'm teaching you. You say you don't like secrets. You don't like secrets. They are secrets to kingdom increase. Let, give me two minutes. Let me close. Before, 
next week i'll come and continue the message give me two weeks two minutes now look at this he said i'll go and take wood and then abraham sorry abraham went to cut wood and took them upon mount moriah now look at this of all the giving in the world listen to me the highest form of giving is kingdom giving let not anybody you see the reason why it is the most attacked doctrine in the body of christ have you realized that giving is the most attacked anybody everybody you meet believe or unbeliever they are speaking against giving you can sit in a car from here to town all they are talking about are pastors that are taking people's money is it not true? No, I'm not saying that pastors, people who are doing they are, they are supposed to do. But I'm saying that if you look at the body of Christ, one of the most attacked things is the aspect of giving. The devil wants to keep us poor. Now, are we together? Kingdom giving upon the cross, upon that wood. Any sacrifice that is placed upon the cross, when Christ sees it, let me share this mystery with you. Sacrifice upon the cross. He doesn't just see your giving, he also sees his own sacrifice. I wrote down and said that when you give in the body, what you are telling God is that don't let the sacrifice of your son be in vain. Now, do you understand that? Because who are for the body and at the cross, no so into who are for the body, who nobody knows. Into any time you give in the body, it is different from outside. You are telling God your giving is on the cross. It is seen through the light of the cross. You are reminding God that God, if you could give all these things for your children, how can if you could give sorry, if you could give your only begotten for your children, how much more will you not give everything in Romans 8? Are we together? That's right. Or see who dare lay a claim against the chosen of the Lord. Or see, if he did not spare his own son, that is the mystery, but gave him up. For us all, how much more will he not together with his son give us all things? So when we look, when he sees our giving in the body of Christ, he sees his son and says, no, they, they should have everything. If I could give my son to them, there is nothing I can give to you. That's right. That is why I don't joke with kingdom giving. Somebody came to me many years ago. This is a friend of mine. Because I know that in the church, the pastors will eat my money. They will chop my money. I would rather give my money to the poor. Let me explain a mystery to you. Giving to the poor and giving on the cross, they are two different things. Jesus told Judas that the poor, you cannot solve their problem. He said, as for the poor, you shall always have them. Give to me, give to me. Come and place it at my feet. That is what he said to Judas. He said, I am here in Fastobianu. I didn't even turn in first canoe. Hey, on our head, on our head, on our head, Yanka. Judas, on our behind Yanka, we are saying, Oh, pa, my Bill Gates and Nanini Sikan and Amphemen Yanka still there will be poor people in this world. Listen, I'm not saying don't give to the poor, but it's a different, it's a lesser dimension. Listen to me. Had the widow of Zarephath decided to give his bread to the poor, would she have survived the famine? But by giving it to the prophet, she lived to see another day. There is a dimension that kingdom giving takes you. There is no other mystery that can take you there. I'm a kind woman. Kindness is good. It's not equal to kingdom giving. 
I'm a kind woman. Oh, I am. I've seen that somebody is around me. Oh, who into my men? Kwacha me pan ono. Unkomudi and komumi enu yina be who in three days. But Elijah came and said, by the word of the Lord, by the word of the Lord, that is kingdom giving. She gave it, and the result is that when rich men were dying of famine, the woman lived to see the afterlife, receive grace. God bless you. Put your hands together for the Lord Jesus.